welcome to the Theme Park Trader Podcast with your hosts, Ryan and Dan. Hey, up. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa now. Whoa. It's the 200 episode, Ryan. Just mixing it up. It's going to be special. Hey, up. Hey, up. But this week is a very special episode for us. It's episode 200. And although it's not actually the 200th episode we've ever recorded, because we've done specials and things like that, yeah. it's technically episode 200 of the numbered episodes that we do. It re- rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's not episode 200, but technically it is. Kind of. So this week, we thought we would do something a little bit different and answer some of the questions that we've had from you guys over the last uh, few days. So we've asked for some questions for today's episode. We probably won't get to them all. Um, there's some that are ridiculous that we might save until the end if we have time. <laughs> Looking at you, Mitchell. And, um, yeah, we're just going to try and get through as many as we can. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic. So, episode 200. Yeah. Makes me feel old. It's been been a long time. Well, well, that's obviously more than 200 weeks. Yeah. We've done one every week. Yeah, we've never missed a week. Yeah. Um, Granted, not all of them are numbered, so it's actually more than 200 weeks. Mm-hmm. Four years. Four, four years. <laughs> so we've been doing, probably doing it for more than four. Years. I think we started in February, right? So we we've been doing it. I don't know how it works out. I don't know how that works out at all. Because we're like three months, yeah, before February. So we haven't done it for nine months more than no four years. We're, we're, four, we're about four years. Let's say four years. It's about it, four it's years. It's still a crazy amount of time. Yeah. I can't believe we're still doing it every week. Mm. It's nuts, and then we and then we record the podcast as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey. <laughs> uh, shall, shall we get to some questions? I mean, that's the point of this episode, Ryan. It is the point. Come on, yeah, come on. Two hundred episodes, you're falling apart. You're falling apart already. So, let's go for the first question from Just Jen. Uh, Jen's been on the show a couple of times. Yep. Um, she said, "Firstly, congrats, guys." We'll be going back to Universal next year for the first time in 10 years. Wow. What would be your top tips? Go more frequently. <laughs> That's a good tip. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not leave it 10 years until next time. <laughs> no, um, don't, don't ride uh, Fast, and Fast and Furious. Don't bother Don't waste that. your time. No, I'd, I'd say do ride it. Really? You've got to experience it once. I mean, I, I suppose, but... I mean, so I would say... I suppose you won't be queuing long for it. That's a plus side. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, Jen hasn't said what time of year she's going. No. So I would say if it's busy, just pay for an express pass. Oh, that's an interesting tip. Yeah, well, I, th- I think it's worth pretty while. pricey. But if, you, if all the queues are, say, an hour... It depends, it depends how, many, how many days you're planning on going as well. Yeah, if you're planning true. on going multiple days, then don't you worry don't about a fast pass. If, if just spread out a, yeah. the rides. If you're going for a day... Then I'd say Express is worth it if it's yeah, busy. Yeah, depending depending on what your schedule is, isn't it? If you've got the time to do multiple days, do multiple days. If mm. you don't, then yeah, you're probably worth spending a little bit more mm. um, to to make sure that you do everything. I would I would head also to so often Universal Studios opens before Islands of Adventure. Yeah. So I would head into Universal Studios for opening, do um, a few rides there. There's nothing in Universal tends to be too busy, to be honest. Uh, I would do uh, Minions first. Oh, that's a good Minions point. Minions tends to get really busy. I mean, I don't know why. But I guess it it's because it's it's aimed at younger children, isn't it? One of the only attractions that does. It, yeah, it is. It is a good ride. 
Oh, that's okay. I do enjoy it. It's, like, a, it's the same as like Jimmy Neutron was. It's exactly the same. Isn't it in the same place as it was? Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's exactly <laughs> the same ride. Yeah, I mean, they've uh, done that a few times. I agree, it's, but, it's fun. But yeah, yeah I think you're right. It, then I'd probably do Potter. Yeah, um, although Potters don't tend to get that busy. Depends but on the time of year. It probably, it's, they probably get busier than the likes of The Mummy and oh, Simpsons yeah, and things absolutely. like that these days. So, yeah. Um, and then I would go to Islands of Adventure for Islands of Adventure at opening and do Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorcycle Adventure. Is that the, is that the full name? I don't know. I think I said the right <laughs> words, but maybe not in order. <laughs> There's a lot of words Magical to Creatures remember. Motorbike Hagrid Adventure. Yeah. Uh, pretty sure that's it that's probably it yeah. um, that is double check that it's operating for one because I'm assuming there'll still be operational issues there still yeah. are now Yeah. genuinely one of the best rides in Orlando so definitely so you have ridden it haven't you I have ridden yeah, it yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I would definitely make sure you get there for opening of when that attraction is opening double check with a, um, a, a team member I don't think they're called cast members at no. Universal and uh, double check when it's opening but get there for when it opens if you're not going with anyone else that wants to ride it, single rider, uh, but bear in mind that you have to queue with the generic queue up until a point, and then the single rider queue splits out. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, it's not long, maybe like 15 minutes. Right, okay. Um, and then it splits out. So, that yeah. That almost sounds like a, a they they forgot about it. Yeah, it does. Because <laughs> I, I, I was in the queue by myself without a phone or anything, because I was right. giving it all to, to Donna. Yeah, yeah. And I'm in the, I'm in the queue like, this doesn't seem like single rider. Yeah. And I'm, I thought, I'll, I'll stand in for another 10 minutes and see what happens. And then I could see in front, and I was like, oh, there does appear to be someone else going separately down there. So I, I did wait. I mean, I assume right. I could have just gone, excuse me, excuse me, single rider, single rider. Maybe. But it seems that's, a bit off. That's a bit it? weird, doesn't it? Like, if you have to do that. Yeah. On that day, I was press. So I'd be like, <laughs> excuse me, just press. Just like holding it in people's press. faces, press just us. slamming it into people's press. faces. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that. Press. It's that episode of Family Guy where he's got his pictures of his kids and he's like <laughs> hitting the guy in the face with it. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I would say that usually Universal tends to be relatively quiet. If you're going at the time of year where it's Halloween, definitely do Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah. Like, without a doubt, it will be the best um, experience, certainly Halloween themed, that you'll do. Yeah. Um, it's and, far better and, than Mickey's Not So Scary. And we're both scaredy cats, and we did it. Yeah, exactly. I've done it twice now. Yeah. And we're probably... We're thinking about doing a trip next next September to do... For the 30th. For the 30th. Yeah. So, you know, we're going, we're going back. We love it. I think it's yeah. great. Um, I still was very scared this year. But oh, I'm sure you were. Given how scared you were the first time we did it. Yeah, <laughs> I was. A little bit of alcohol courage was required. But... Um, yeah, I think I think that's probably it. Bearing yeah. in mind that um, Born, that Stuntacular show is, is opening next year. They haven't said the date yet, have they? I'm really hoping it's going to be before May. Spring, isn't it? Or, yeah. Or summer, I can't remember what they I said. Think it was, I think it's meant to be spring, because yeah. it's kind of like, it could be open by the time I'm there, but if they say like late spring, then mm. it may be closed. Yes. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, it may not have opened yet. That's true. Um, um, other tips, I would say Eat in City Walk. Hard Rock's um, great. Hard Rock's great. There's a new place called uh, Big Something Smokehouse. Oh, Some, yes. Something I, like that. Yeah, rings a bell. Um, I can't, I can't that looked very good. We, I mean, we decided to eat at Hard Rock, but I really almost convinced Donna to go there. It looked it looked really good. The food mm. looked great. Make sure you go to Voodoo Donuts. Oh, yeah. Voodoo Donuts are fantastic. Really, really good. Relatively new. I think it's only been a year at the minute. Just over a year. It opened last uh, year, didn't it? Oh yeah, it opens. So it'll be about two years by the time you go over there. I think it was like summer, eighteen yeah. it opened. Oh okay, okay. Maybe spring, summer. Um, go to Voodoo Donuts. Go to Toothsome as well. The milkshakes are very good there. And don't be turned off if there's a queue outside Voodoo Donuts. No, absolutely. Stay one, in the queue. It goes yeah, quickly. It goes quickly, and it's worth it anyway. Yeah, the donuts there are fantastic. Um, go to to Toothsome. That's very good. The milkshakes are good. I actually tried a couple of their um, truffles. I don't think they're called truffles this year. Okay. Like, like mini chocolates. Right. I don't know what they're called. I didn't know they did those. Uh, they're behind, like, on, they're, like in the shop bit. There's like a counter. Right. I had a, a coffee one and a key lime one. Obviously. Of course I did. <laughs> the and two things that, right, that, that Ryan's life revolves yeah. around. So she was like, do you want a box of 10, 12? I was like, no, I just want two. I'll have the coffee and I'll have the key lime one. And they were both really good. Right. The key lime one in particular tasted exactly like a key lime pie. 
often you get key lime flavoured stuff and it's just like eh. Yeah. But this was really good. The restaurant in there also looks pretty good. But I have would, you, I've, ne- I've never No, every year we said I would go there, but we right. never have. Um so I would say eat in Sissy Walk. The restaurants in inside Universal are okay. There's a couple of half decent ones, but I think you'll do better in City Walk, if I'm honest. I don't yeah. rate the food anywhere near as what I rate the food in Disney in the parks. Yeah, I don't the thing is when we go there, like the last couple of times we've um we haven't stayed on Universal property. Mm. We did before and we ate in Hard Rock quite a lot. Um but now because obviously we only go there for like, you know, two, three days. Yeah. We'll go to like Hard Rock because we really like Hard Rock and we'll go to like um we've eaten at the Is it the NASCAR one? Is that the new what it's called now? Uh, or is it NBC Sports and Grill? I think it's NBC, NBC, NBC Sports, Sports and Grill. And Grill yeah. It was NASCAR before. Um yeah, and so like we don't tend to eat a lot in the parks mm. because the the we'll have like a big meal out in City Walk. Yes. As our like main meal of the day. And you know, we might grab some fries or something like that in the park. Yeah. Um but it's just snacks. That's all. Yeah, thing. we we tend to do the same. Like the food I've eaten in Universal restaurants before. Mm. Um there's one always forget the name in Islands of Adventure in the land that we don't speak of. Oh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the food, like, I've, a lot, it's, it's been rated like the world's best theme park restaurant back in like 2002 or something like that and they um, still live off that and they still they? live off that it's it was alright like right. you, you, you'd enjoy it but I never really I didn't see the hype behind it yeah um, and I, the same applies to um, where else have I been I've been to the Sim, uh, Moe's Tavern right okay. and had some food like in inside there yeah yeah, yeah. the food is the quick service is okay if you want to grab a, a decent quick service, I'd probably go and to the Bumblebee Man taco stand outside. He's got mm-hmm. a little food truck there. That was okay. That was pretty good. But to be honest, you'd be better off going outside and city walk. And it's all so close together that when I when I say get there for opening and then wander over to Islands of Adventure, it really is a walk, yeah. like a five-minute walk or a short or train can, ride on the yeah, Hogwarts Express. Yeah, you can get Hogwarts Express. So I think that would be my advice Yeah, off the top of my head. Yeah. Obviously, if you want to have any more questions, just ping me on or, or, or down on or Theme Park Trader on Twitter, and we'll uh, answer any specifics. Um, next question is from Mitchell Disney, and he says, "What's your favourite Theme Park Trader episode where I've been a guest?" <laughs> oh. Oh, let's quickly move on from that. Trey, awkward. <laughs> oh dear. Um, I mean, I don't know how many times I've told you, Mitchell, that you're welcome to uh, be a guest on the show. It's just as much on it's you. Just, it's just we're very busy. We're very busy. It's difficult to arrange. <laughs> just, just send us some dates. Send us some dates and we'll get it organised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we are busy those days. Don't yeah, we're usually busy those days. Yeah, that's, that's the problem. That's the difficult thing. Yeah. Uh, Wiley Meerkat says, do you think we will get a big park like Disney or Universal in the UK? Congratulations on getting to 200. Uh, thanks, Steve. Yeah. Um, no. I think I mean we've you, got, you, Paramount Park. Is you mean it called you, Paramount Park? You mean Disney in the UK? Yeah, I saw I saw that in like it came up on Facebook the other day. It was like an article from the Sun or something like yeah. that, and it was like UK Disneyland. Yeah, but it's not Disney. That, they're really it's not, it's not Disney. I think they're really capitalising on that to get people hyped about it. It yeah. has nothing to do with Disney. It's no. a joint venture, I believe, between Paramount, ITV, and BBC. Oh dear. Already sounds terrible, doesn't it? As soon as like ITV and BBC get involved, I'm like, the track's a bit sceptical. Yeah. So I mean, they're, they're, they're billing it as this like it's it's a like multiple billion pound park, yeah. park in Kent, I think. Um, it's not going to be anything like Disney. You know what? If it does turn out to be an incredible theme park, fantastic. Assuming it actually happens, right? It's, it's already, like it's already been like scrapable. Paramount Paramount dropped. Dropped its ties with it a little while ago, didn't it? And then it did they bring it back? They brought it back, yeah. yeah. So it's already sort of on shaky ground. Oh, yeah. Also, like, what Paramount going to produce? I guess we could have like a Mission Impossible ride, Transformers, right? I guess I don't know what. They could, I mean, I they could just the thing is when it comes down to like those sort of companies, I don't know what films are associated well, being, with being those see, companies. What are you going to have? Like, I guess you're going to have. You could do a Doctor like, Who. Doctor Who. Well, Doctor Who would, it yeah. would be my first go-to. I imagine they'd do a Top Gear experience. Maybe. They could do what, like well, like stunt spectacular kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, ITV. Action. Yeah, you could ITV I could do. Um, <laughs> I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Experience. Call wife. Call them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, like Fear Factor. Yeah. They could do yeah, a yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they could do. Um, Essentially, it's just a rinse and repeat of of Universal Studios. It basically sounds like it as well. To <laughs> yeah, be fair. they've got you know. Universal Studios have got the Bourne Stuntacular. We we've got the Mission Impossible Stuntacular. Yeah. <laughs> or 
or uh, Midsummer Murders Murder Mystery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, it could be terrible, couldn't it? I mean, it's going to be terrible. Yeah, I mean, th- there was some concept art released of it. It looks pretty during cool. the week. It looks cool. I don't think it will look like the concept art if it actually happens. No, like, it's, no. it's always the way with I mean, concept art, isn't the, it? The thing they, is, they've got like this huge, like medieval castle in the middle mm, of it. I mean, it's, I guess rip off <laughs> of Disney, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's a kind of rip off of Disney, but UK style because it's medieval. Yeah, and we have lots of history. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it's amazing, then honestly, the UK needs a park like that. Yeah, Orton Towers is pretty good. Uh, I'll be honest, but. You couldn't spend more than I think, a couple of days there. I think it would be, if it is a really good, if it does turn out to be good, it needs a good park because then at least it would raise the game for the other parks as well. The one thing the UK misses out on that the US has in particular yeah. is IP. Yeah. So if we can have some amazing IP based attractions, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that really ups the game in the theme Who park market. Who owns James Bond? Uh, uh, I don't know where the rights are. I think the movie distribution rights think, are with Sony currently. Yeah, I think they changed in the most recent the film that's going to be coming out. I think it's somebody different. I think it changed. Like the international distribution oh, okay. is different from the like UK distribution or something. Yeah, I mean a James yeah. Bond based attraction would be great. I mean that would be popular because obviously it's like UK based, isn't it? Isn't yeah, it? I mean I'll just do the great movie right, but with James Bond movies. Yeah. How amazing would that be? <laughs> yeah, there's okay. an idea for you. Yeah, sorted. That'd be incredible, wouldn't it? Yeah. That's the thing, there are some good franchises, it's just a case of getting them. Yeah, you know? I mean, so, it's possible, it's possible. I'm very sceptical. But I'm, it's unlikely. I mean, the chances are that Dan and I will probably be able to get press passes to go and see it. Maybe. Because um, I mean, they're going to want people, they wanna, they're going to need coverage. <laughs> they're going to need all they can get. <laughs> yeah. It, it wouldn't matter if we had three listeners a week. <laughs> They'd still want that. Um, so... Yeah, I, I like you. I'm very sceptical that we'll ever see a park like Disney in the UK or Universal, I should say. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know what the, the estimated date it's like is. It's like 2025, maybe? Right, okay. I think it's 25. At least it's, it's between 23 and 25. At least it's semi realistic. Yes. Yeah. Well, Universal's park is expected. Was it open in 23, isn't it? Th- maybe. I, know, like I can't remember. I can't remember the year that they've said, but. It's realistic, but let's see if it happens. And also. I'm not confident that ITV in particular can do anything, let alone theme park <laughs> attractions. I mean, at least BBC has some kind of half-decent record with decent programming, uh, although I question it, it during this current election campaign. Some, some, I, mean, I don't really watch much, many, if any, dramas on BBC. Attenborough and Doctor Who. But those That's are all I documentaries, aren't they? Like the do- well, the Doctor Atten- Who's not. The Atten- no, no. The, the, yeah, can you can imagine? You imagine? <laughs> the, the, here we have the TARDIS. <laughs> I mean... The Jeremy, um, Jeremy, Jeremy, the David Attenborough stuff is fantastic. The BBC does, yes. you know, like the documentaries that they do are brilliant, but the kind of dramas and entertainment stuff, I don't. The really only rate. franchises that I can like, see them using are, um, like, like, like maybe like a nature area with, with Attenborough maybe, would be yeah. quite good. Um, I don't think they're going to have animals in this park though. No, I, I think Doctor Who and Top Gear are the only franchises that appeal to people outside of the UK. Yeah. Yeah, which I don't want to do. When when I saw the um, when I saw the concept art for it, there there are a lot of lands. That's what I took away from it. Mm. There's like seven or eight lands, which is a bit again, concerning. Isn't is it? a concern because you think if they cram in so many lands, it's not going to be that big per land, is it? Mm. No, uh, no, no. You know they need to they need to be a bit more. Um, yeah, they need to tone it down to like maybe four. Yes. and then really focus them and have like a couple of attractions per land. Yeah, no, I agree. So I think while we're both hopeful, in summary, it's probably never going to happen. Uh, next one from, let's go with Alan and Line. Um, if you could take a ride from Universal to Disney and or uh, vice versa and retheme it, what would it be and what would it become? Uh, what an achievement to reach 200. Thank you. Um, well, that's a very good question. So if you could take a ride from Universal to Disney or vice versa... And, and re-theme it. it. So okay, so so keep, taking... keep the struct, keep the format, keep the whatever it may be, mm. but then re-theme it to something else. That is a good question. Why didn't we go through these questions before? Then we could have a think about what we. <laughs> well, you know, this is true. So I'm actually, I'm thinking I would like to take the dinosaur attraction. Okay. Or from at Disney. Smash Indiana Jones because it's the same track system and ride. Oh, okay, so you're thinking dinosaur from Animal Kingdom. Indiana Jones from Disneyland. Disneyland, yeah. And put that into Universal. 
Right, okay. And I would like to see a... Um, whoa, I'm just trying to think what, track, what what franchise would go well with it. Universal Monsters. Universal Monsters. Um, so that's like um, Mummy, yeah. Dracula, Frankenstein, Yeah, yeah that could work. That could work well, couldn't so it? So you're going through different areas, dark, being chased dark by, ride, yeah, yeah. by different um, monsters. Bit of a scare ride as well. Yeah, so maybe in really the new have gate. Those, do they? So no. Yeah, it could be in the new game. It's rumored to be a Universal Monsters area. Yeah. So yeah. like a track system like Dinosaur, but with Universal Monsters. Hashtag Universal. Hashtag You're Welcome. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that would work really well. Yeah. I th- I think um, I think gr- you know, granted that they've got Star Wars rides, they've mm. got two. Well, they've yeah. got three technically, haven't they? Um, I would like to see a roller coaster, yeah. maybe like Hulk. Yes. The, the the layout of Hulk in Disney, mm. based on like a Star Wars, um, uh, like battle sequence, something like that. I know they've got Space Mountain. Space Mountain. But it's not really the same, is it? The the, like, the, seat, the um the it's not, graphics in that are terrible. Yeah, I think so they. Bad. I think they. And the fact that. Hulk goes upside down and you've got twists and turns yeah. I think could make it a bit more interesting than um, the slight theme that they put on yes, I, yeah, I Space agree. Mountain I, I think just taking um, <coughs> taking something like the mummy and yeah. applying that to Star Wars would be pretty cool yeah I mean the mummy is a great ride yeah. I love the mummy yeah I think anything anything basically the Universal does great, which is their coasters. Yeah. Because that's, that's what Disney are missing that's out That's one thing really. that Disney lack. I mean, the, Disney can do good coasters. I mean, Rock and Roller Coaster yeah. is a great coaster. Yeah. But they don't do it enough. No, they I don't. I don't know why they don't do it enough. Whether because obviously they're, maybe they're aiming for a, the younger audience. Mm. And obviously those kind of rides have a, a, a greater height restriction. Yeah. Um, so they can do it. They just don't. Whether, whether we'll see something in Guardians... Yeah, possibly, Maybe. possibly. I mean, hopefully we we do. And Tron is obviously coming. Yeah, but it's yeah. But again, I guess it's kind of like Tron's kind of like maybe at the same level as a um, as Hagrid's. Yeah, where you're kind of you're not super strapped in. You're obviously yeah. restrained to some degree enough. Um, but yeah, it's not like you're over the head harness. You're going to go upside down. No, that's true. So. The other thing, I, uh, the one I thought of was taking a Spider-Man slash Transformers system and applying a film like Big Hero 6 to it. Right, yeah. That yeah. would be pretty cool, because there's lots of action in that film, yeah. you know, lots of stuff going on. And we've never really seen anything from Big Hero 6. Obviously, you get like a Baymax meet and greet. Yeah, there's an attraction but... coming to one of the Asian parks, Yeah, but it, it looks like just a basic spinner kind right. of ride. Uh, okay. So, uh, yeah, I'd like to see more Big Hero 6 represented in the parks. It's certainly more it's interesting of, for me than, Fro- say, Frozen. Yeah, but... I think it's. I think Big Hero 6 is an under underrated film. Yeah, it did really well at the box office yeah. as well. and. You don't really see much of it these days. No. Even even kind of like Zootopia. I mean, there is the Zootopia land, isn't there, opening in one of the Asian parks. Yes, there is. Um, Which I'm sure they'll replicate back. Again, you know, it's still... It's still it, the, that film is what, like four years old maybe now? Yeah. It must be knocking around that sort yeah. of region. And there hasn't been much... You know, again, again, meet and greets, but nothing significant. Nothing, nothing else, yeah. You know, apart from, you know, this new land that's going to be coming out. But even then, that's like, what, four or five years after the film came out? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, it's a good question, that one. Um, we should have put more thought to it, but uh, <laughs> we didn't have time. If we think if we think of anything, like, while we're doing this, we'll... We'll bring it up. We'll we may, it you know what, we may even do... I think it's a really good idea for an episode. Yeah. Um, we, we just can, have to put more thought into it. We can write down some more thoughts. But that's that's our initial head thinking straight away. Yeah. Um, one from George is tweeting... So congrats guys, my question is more of a curious scenario. You're the new head of DLP. What's your ten year plan for the resort? How would you improve it? Good question. Um the first thing I would do is um bring in chefs that know what they're doing. <laughs> uh, I think yeah. that that's Disneyland Paris's biggest weakness right now is the food. It's France, the food should be good. The first thing I would do is bring in some some thinking from Especially Walt Disney World, bring them over to, to to Paris and get a training program introduced. Reinvent every single quick service yeah. sit down restaurant menu that the entire resort has, and really basically start from scratch and 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 really up the game on that food service. 
Um, and that's not just, you know, the standard food service. I would make sure that there was a vegan menu, gluten-free, everything. Everyone is everything covered. Everything that you get in the US, isn't it, basically? You basically. Know, they accommodate so much in the US. Yeah. In Disney World. That, yeah. Um, yeah, that I would think, be my first thing. Do you, do you think that's a, do you think the failings that they've had in the food section of Disneyland Paris? Do you think that's due to cultural? Like, obviously, you know, France in general is known for fantastic food, mm. but obviously, it's probably known for fantastic like table service food mm. and, and fine dining. Whereas, you know, quick services are quick food, fast yes. food. But the table services you know. are largely terrible in Paris as well. Right. I mean, I don't know. Obviously, the table services that were in the uh, Dis- uh, what's it called Disney Village Disney Village um, there. Obviously, you got the likes of Planet Hollywood and Rainforest, Rainforest and there's a I feel like there's a steak one as well. Can't yeah, um, obviously they're all run kind of separately, aren't they? Mm. Um, well, I I close both of them. Yeah, almost immediately because you know they're, they're, again they're, they're fine. But they're not great. They're, no. You know, the, the experience that you have there compared to America is far worse. Yeah, I mean, it, but not to just pinpoint like Paris. Like, I've been to Planet Hollywood in London. That sucks that, as that well. That was awful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I haven't so. been to Rainforest in London, so I don't know. But <sighs> Yeah, I can't remember if I've ever been there or if I've... I may have been there many, many years ago. Um, but yeah, our first, like, experience of Rainforest was in in Florida. Mm. Um so that would be my first thing. The second thing that I would do is completely reinvent the studios. Yeah. Um, I know that they're really doing lacking, some stuff, but it's to me, the, the plans that they've announced so far don't go far enough. Mm. So they're bringing Galaxy's Edge, what we, well, we assume is Galaxy's Edge, over to Disneyland Paris. But, you know, the rumours are it's only going to have one ride. What's the point? Yeah. You know, what is the point? It's classic Disney not investing the right amount in Paris that it needs. So I would make sure that Galaxy's Edge is not only got at least two attractions, but they would be two attractions that are different from Florida and California. I would set it in either the Clone Wars or the original trilogy, and I would make the land completely different to what we're seeing in the rest of the parks. Yeah, yeah. I think I think at, if if we were in charge of it, that would definitely be the way to go. I think even at a minimum. What they should be doing now is they should be taking both attractions. Oh, 100%. If they're going to copy and paste them, okay, but they need to be, they should have both because you can't yeah. just copy and paste one of them. No, I that's, mean, that's really skimping, isn't it? To be, to be honest, what I'd probably do is go Clone Wars era just because it's more interesting visually. Right. And I'd have at least one of the rides would be a pod racing ride. That would be cool. Oh, wouldn't it? <laughs> just sitting in a pod racer, like proper, maybe it's VR, whatever it is. Yeah. But you're literally like. Doo, 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 doo. There you go, the Hulk the track. Hulk track with pod racing. With yeah. pod racing, there you go. Um, so I would definitely up the, the Star Wars game there. Yeah. I would tone down on the Frozen, if I'm being totally honest. I think having a Frozen land is fine. It looks like it's taking up far too much space. And I can't see that franchising lasting more than another 10 years. I'd be surprised, yeah. I'd be, it's going to be a third one, but four, five, six, no. I mean, it's, it was quite a few years between one and two, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, whether they will shorten the gap. If they do a third one, whether they'll shorten the gap, I don't know. I can't see it being a franchise that's going to... I just can't see it. No. Maybe it will. Maybe I'll be wrong, but to put a whole land in. It's, it's Star Wars has stood... You know, it's been there for 40 plus years. Yeah, I mean, it's a bold move to, to do a land based on the film... Based on essentially a single film and now a second film, yeah. it just so happens that you know the second one's just come out. Um, you know, it doesn't have the, it doesn't feel like it has the legs of say Harry Potter, which has no. got essentially two lands. Yeah. Um, Star Wars, you know, all these even Marvel, I think. Yeah. You know, remove the movies, the comic books are worth exploring in, in in themselves. Yeah, yeah. Whereas you're, you know, that's fine. You know, Star Wars has got a lot of content. It's got the nine films. It's got Plus spin-offs, movies, everything yeah. like that. You know, Harry Potter's got eight films and the spin-offs. Well, yeah, two fantastic sort of things so far. Um, you know, they and the, and Marvel's obviously got twenty odd films. Mm. Frozen two. Yeah, right. I, you know, I think they are very short term thinking in putting in a whole land there. Yeah, I think I think they they would do better putting in a uh, Disney animation land. Completely. Yeah. And there's a Frozen ride, there's a Beauty and the Beast ride, yeah. whatever it may be. So I think that's a good shout. I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, we're joint directors. I've agreed with that. <laughs> we're turning it into 
a Walt Disney animation area yeah. where there will be a frozen ride because obviously we want to make money from merchandise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but let's we'll think about some other attractions going there. Um, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train would be a great little port, I think. Mm. Um, I'm not a big fan of porting attractions, but I don't think Bob Iger is going to sign off on all of that without at least one attraction no, being copy can... and pasted. <laughs> We've got to give him a little bit of what he likes. Yeah. We can reuse it, Bob. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> um, so that, I think the studios, and also I'd expand the Marvel stuff that's going on. Right, so again, Disneyland Paris is getting only one of the attractions that California's getting. And the Avengers attractions sound far more interesting than the Spider-Man attraction. Yeah. Um, so I would put the Avengers attraction in as well as Spider-Man and I would turn Tower of Terror into Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Break. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, I th- I would say, I would tell people what we were going to do with Tower of Terror sooner rather than later. Yes. <laughs> and you know what? I'd also add in a fourth attraction just to make Paris unique because otherwise you've got three attractions there that you can visit elsewhere. Yeah. Let's make Paris the centre for Marvel in Disney parks and add in four Marvel attractions. Mm. But I think that would do it. I th- I guess... Actually, fight it because it'd be five. Because mm. you've got Rock and Roller Coaster, which is becoming Iron Man. Right, of course, yeah. yeah. So make it five. Why yeah. not? Yeah, I think I think that's the thing, isn't it? You Obviously, w- you know, we've spoken about Disney World before and the attendance going up and everything like that. And whether that's because the supporting parks in, say, Europe, mm. they're just, they're not good enough. And so no. people go to Disney World because you get a far better experience. Whereas if the other parks stepped up, not mm. not not saying all the parks around the world, but specifically like Europe, it's obviously yeah. a big audience for Disney World. Yeah. If they had a better park that they could they could go to closer, um, it, maybe it would take a little bit of audience away from Disney World. Yeah. So that would be that would be my first. That would be my first five years realistically. Mm. My second five years would be would be. Um, <laughs> reinventing Disneyland Park and um, I would completely start again in Tomorrowland I, I appreciate people love the theming in there but I would go um, dystopian future I would close Buzz because it's terrible um, Space Mountain would stay but in a different capacity If I'm sti- I wouldn't stick to Star Wars because we've got Star Wars in the studios you don't need yeah. it across park I'd close Star Tours um, yeah. As well, again, you don't I need think, it in I both parks. It wouldn't surprise me if we did see that close in you know a, in a few years once mm. they've opened possibly essentially their Galaxy's Edge. Possibly. It's kind of like in in Hollywood studios, isn't it? In Florida, mm. do we see Star Tours hanging around? I don't, I don't know. I don't it's know. very it's very weird. I mean, like, I still think it's better than Smuggler's Run, right? But I don't know. It's weird. Know. Like, the, the, the way that like, the only way I'd see see them keeping it is if they actually built a. What, uh, built more infrastructure around it. And made it so that you exited in Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense to be yeah. where it's at. Especially when half the time you finish your journey by landing on Batu. <laughs> yeah. And then you walk out and you're like, oh, I just see um, Baseline Tap House. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, so I would completely reinvent Tomorrowland. I would either move the existing Star Wars attractions into the studios or get rid of them. Uh, Space Mountain would stay. I'd probably put that back into its original format. Um, and then I'd probably add in um, a Wreck-It Ralph attraction. I'd probably add in a Big Hero 6 attraction. And you know what? Thinking about it, I might even turn Tomorrowland into a bit of a um, Big Hero 6-themed th- area. Not not completely, but like t- take ideas from San San Francisco, I think it's called. Something like that. Um, and kind of that's, that's the dystopian future I've got in my head. It's not... You know, it's not going to be solely based on Big Hero Six, but I think taking ideas from from that and from other movies um, and kind of making something new into Tomorrowland would be my first thing. I'd leave Main Street completely the way it is, um, if I'm being honest. I would probably look at going into Frontierland and improving that. Big Thunder is great. You've also yeah. got um, Phantom Manor, which is great. But for me, that's there's no other attractions in there really. So I'd probably add a third attraction into there. Where does um where does what land does Indiana Jones sit in? Oh, Indiana is Jones that, is sitting that, in that frontier land. I think so. Yeah. Oh no, that must be adventure. Is it? I can't remember. It's tucked away, isn't yeah, it? I think it's Quite. an adventure. That's because it's there with pirates. You got right, Indy one okay. side, pirates the other. Oh, I see. I would demolish the whole Skull Rock area. Yeah, it's kind of pointless. With a pirate ship, and put an attraction in there. Yeah. There's a lot of space I've just wasted there. I'd put something in there, and then I'd probably look back at the world and think. <laughs> Yes, I can have a rest now. 
That would be... That would, the money rolling. Yeah, that would be my first step. You can't... Realistically, you can't improve every land at once. So I'd probably focus on... Um, I'd probably leave uh, Fancy Land the way it is for now. But that would be the second ten years. Ho, ho. <laughs> Watch out. If you get re-elected. If I get re-elected, the castle's going as well. <laughs> I'm making a bigger castle. I don't care that it's a beautiful castle... Technology size matters. Size people. matters. We've got to be bigger than Shanghai. <laughs> it can still be pink. We we want the tallest castle. The tallest and most going to be technologically advanced castle. It's going to be higher than the Burj Khalifa. Yeah. It's gonna have a, it's gonna have a ride in it. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah, a ride in the castle where you you travel through the different it's princess storylines from the top to the bottom. It takes yeah. half an hour to get down. Yeah, you get to see different princess storylines in a ride in the castle. <laughs> Boom! Suck on that Disney World. <laughs> Of course, all of this is going to cost about $20 billion. Yeah. Um, they got the money. Disney's got the money. They can just make some more Marvel films. Yeah. One billion a pop. There you go. Tell more then. Easy. That's my plan. I don't know if you've got anything to add to that. No, not really. don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> this is good management. We're all you in covered, You covered it quite well, so yeah. yeah. I mean, we're not far off just demolishing the whole thing and starting again, are we? what it sounds like a little bit. Yeah. Apart from Main Street. You, you're happy with Main <laughs> I'm Street. happy with Main Street. That's fine. <laughs> is there a Starbucks there? There is. A, uh, no. There you go. Add a Starbucks. Oh, put a Starbucks in there. Yeah, yeah. Slap that in. Oh, yeah, because the coffee... Because they've, they've, they've got one in the Disney Village. It smells of horse poo. Does it? Yeah. I can't it does. It's horrible in there. So I put a Main Street... Uh, sorry, I put a um, Starbucks in both parks. Good addition. There you go. There we go. That's, that's a good question. I think we've answered that quite, quite a lot of detail. Yeah. <laughs> we've obviously got... We, we obviously had thoughts on this beforehand. Um... So what else have we got? Uh, Craig, who is BC um, one BCL, nine, isn't it? Sorry. Oh yeah, sorry. BCL nineteen seventy three says fifth gate needed. Um, assuming di- at Disney World. I'm assuming. Yeah, I guess so. Um, yes. I think you find they already have a fifth gate. They it's have called a sixth gate. Yeah. It's called uh, Typhoon Lagoon <laughs> and Blizzard uh, <laughs> Beach. Seven, if you include Springs, because Universal count um, Volcano Volcano Bay as their third gate. Yeah, which they shouldn't. No. I don't, um, I don't really see a water park as a gate. No. So. I think it's time for a fifth gate at Disney World. I really? Think the, the crowds are getting unbearable, even at quite at quiet times. See, see, it's, it's difficult. I, I, I see what you mean about the crowds, it, and obviously having a fifth gate would spread the crowds out more, mm. but then obviously it might bring in more people as well. Um, but, well at the same, mind, yeah. but at the same time, you're, you're, you're spreading your resources even thinner. Mm. And I think there are certain areas of all the parks that need improvement. And obviously, if you int- if you introduce a th- fifth gate, you might struggle. That's yeah. kind of a little bit of concern with Universal as well. They have significant areas of the parks that need investment. And now I they're agree, introducing yeah. a third gate, or their fourth gate. Mm. Um, and, you know, are they going to be spreading themselves too thinly? I guess my counterpoint to that would be Animal Kingdom's had some investment. Yeah. Epcot is currently going under a massive transformation. Yeah. Hollywood is still a bit of a mess, but I, it's, it's got. We've had some new attractions, yeah. and we're getting another yeah. one next year. Yeah. And Magic Kingdom is going under a bit of a um, change in certainly in Tomorrowland, which is yeah, where it's the, needed for the fiftieth. Yeah. So I think after that, you think there's room. There's room there's for room. them to focus on a new park. It's difficult because obviously you know what. Yes, you've done all this work, but then the next thing becomes. I mean, yeah, I would agree with uh, your point in that. You know, look, there's still areas in all of the parks where I would close. Yeah. and put an attraction, without yeah. a doubt. The problem is, the argument against the fifth gate is I have no idea what they'd put there. Yeah. What what what? You'd have to make it a separate thing entirely. I think each of the parks have got a great theme at the moment. Mm-hmm. Hollywood Studios needs a name change. It's not, it doesn't really feel like it's Hollywood anymore. Um, but other than that, I think the parks have a really good theme. Yeah. What could you put into a fifth gate theme that hasn't been covered in the other parks? I, yeah. I don't know. The thing is, you say about crowd... You know, it would it would uh, reduce the crowds in the other parks, but the problem is, they wouldn't want to, they wouldn't want that because mm. if they introduce fifth gate, they would want to bring in more people because otherwise you've got the same number of people yeah, spending yeah. the same amount of money because it doesn't matter whether you're in animal for a day or whether you're in this fifth gate. Yeah, you're still, you're still spending, spending the same amount of yeah. money. So they would, in order to cover the cost of the fifth gate. They would need to bring in more people, which I think they would, because yeah. you'd have. So it wouldn't be lessening lessen the cra- the crowds in the other parks. That's yeah, the thing. I guess so. But you wouldn't. I think they would still 
because you, you, instead of people going, certainly in America, yeah. certainly people going for four days, they'd go for five. And right, what to cover the they'd the up the, they'd up the four day four park hopper whatever ticket to five day. Yeah, park. so I think they would cover it, but so they would. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's the thing. They would bring in is whether it would bring in more people or whether it would just bring in the same people for a longer time. Yeah, I, I think they, they. I think they would certainly. They have the need for well, it. They've got hotels for it already. Yeah. Um. The, my one, my one. I guess the biggest reason I'd like to see a fifth gate is I would love to see Disney build a new park today. Yeah. With in this day and age, with this day and age, with the technology that is available, yeah, I think we'd see something absolutely incredible if Chappic is not in charge and we have someone that actually has a vision for how to build. If it's a not, book. essentially, if it's not skimped on. Yeah. Put Joe Rody on it. Yeah. I mean, he overspends on almost every project, but he gets the job done and he gets the job done well. Yeah. Um, someone from, like that. Apart from the Yeti. Apart from the Yeti. <laughs> Don't forget the Yeti, right? Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Don't, yeah. Um, yeah, I think... That would be exciting to see at Disney World. Yeah, I mean, obviously we're getting that from Universal. Yes. Because obviously these, you know, the parks that they've got at the moment are, what, like 20 years old? Yeah, so how are Disney going to compete with this third, um, third proper gate from Universal? Yeah. I don't know. It's going to be interesting because Nintendo is a big crowd drawer, mm. without a doubt. Without a doubt, Disney will see a hit from this. Yeah, and I hope that they do because they need to buck up their ideas a bit. Yeah, because obviously it's yeah it's 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 increasing their competition, isn't it? We mm. said we said earlier in this episode that you know Universal is quiet, so they don't have a huge amount of competition from Universal. Yes, it is yeah. competition, but it's not a huge amount. Yeah, you know if they start introducing a third gate. At Universal, um, that's going to up. Yeah, it'll, it'll up attendance, and so people will be spending more days at Universal than they will than they were before, mm. and so it takes away from Disney's time, and then Disney's revenue. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this one's from Sally, age six, and she <laughs> says, "Which song by One Direction would you choose to sum up the life of Gary Sinise, and which theme park do you feel needs a Pam's and Clement clock?" Um, so a couple of interesting questions there. Yeah, well, Sally's got some couple, couple of curveballs. Good, some good thinking there. Yeah. Um, so, Gary, why Gary Sinise? So, if you go back to our earlier episodes, for some reason, I thought it was a great idea to sing songs about Gary Sinise and work on a Gary Sinise album. That was um, during Ryan's alcoholic period. Yeah, based on um, Mr. Space and his removal from Mission Space, yes. really. Um, and he does some great work. I mean, I'm surprised. You know, the entirety of Mission Space wasn't removed. Yeah, but they're doubling down. They're they're building a space restaurant Maybe. next to the space ride. So they're obviously they don't obviously don't have plans to get rid of it. No, um, I mean which, Mission Space is never busy, which surprises me because Mission Space to me is just same as Smuggler's Run. Yeah, like Smuggler's Run is just a better version of of, it, it, well, of yeah, it Mission is really, Space. Yeah. Like so, I don't really see a place for Mission Space anymore. No, I, I would have. Um, I would have. Closed it and built a different ride, but yeah, but they but as I say, they're doubling down and building a restaurant. Yeah, so I know yeah. that's not it's not going anywhere anytime no, soon. No, uh, so One Direction song. I mean, I don't really know any One Direction songs. I don't songs. know any One Direction songs. I mean, is it, is it, you don't know your beautiful. Was that a song? Or Was it just called Beautiful? I don't, I don't know. know. Should we should we have a little One Direction Google? We've got a quick Google of their songs. What's the big hits? List of One Direction songs. Here we go. Okay. Story of my life. What makes you beautiful? That's the song I was thinking of. I think that's a great song for Gary Sinise. Yeah, or the or the best song ever. Yeah, um, or kiss you. Even. Or you and I. <laughs> Perfect is a great one. Um, I, I think what makes you beautiful because he needs he needs some help. I think he needs some help understanding what a beautiful man he is. Yeah. Gary Sinise. <laughs> um, there's, there's so many that could apply to Gary Sinise here, isn't almost, there? It's a great question, because almost all songs seem Apart like they Drag Me Down. Yeah, Gary Sinise drags nobody down. Yeah. He, he is uh, the light of our life. Steal my girl, he could steal my girl if he wanted to. <laughs> Gary, Gary Sinise can do no wrong. I mean, If I Could Fly is, is, a, is a great one for Gary Sinise and Mission Space. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Midnight Memories, I'd love to, I'd love to say I had some Midnight <laughs> Ryan, Memories. Ryan's had many Midnight Memories, <laughs> I can't even say it. Midnight Memories about Gary Sinise. Uh, there's a lot there, there's a lot there. So good question. And the, the second part of your, your question, Sally, is uh, which of these theme parks do you feel needs a Pam St. Clement clock? So in case you don't know Pam St. Clement, she played uh, Pat Butcher in EastEnders for many <laughs> yeah, years. For many years, I, which I think would be very appropriate in the Paramount Park. Yes. 
There I think go. so. A giant Pam St. Clement <laughs> clock yeah. as you walk in. And there you go. The, the BBC area it has an EastEnders area. Oh, there you go. There you go. Sorted. With a, with a Pam and St. Pam St. Clement clock. Yeah, that's that's great, actually. I accept that answer. <laughs> the, the only other one I was going to say is replace the It's a Small World clock with Pam St. Clement. <laughs> Just because the It's a Small, small World clock yeah, is never yeah. working. And that you, could work. And you know, Pam St. Clement always gets you there on time. But then also... You could easily put her in the um, UK pavilion in, yeah. in Epcot. Put her there. There you go. Because otherwise, I think anywhere else, really, in the Florida area, it doesn't. Really, no, nobody would know Pam St. Clement. No. Or Pat Butcher mm. or EastEnders. Yeah, exactly. So the UK pavilion makes sense. You know, the UK pavilion or the UK Paramount Park. Um, you know, not that you know, it's, it's a small world. It would be a great fitting yes. place. Um, that's a good question. But people may not get the reference. That's that's the thing. Exactly. You know. Thank, thanks, Sally, for your questions. Um, I'm not going to read the everyone's got one question out because I think we'd get into some dangerous territory. Um, Okay, I'll read it out, but I'm not going to answer it. Using the different accents of Great Britain as your inspiration for each land, create a theme park in the UK for the UK. Hashtag Brexit world. (laughs) Um, I think it's a great idea for a separate episode, maybe. The Brexit theme park. Brexit theme park. I think I'm going to save that question because I think we won't have time to answer it here. And the last question I... That didn't... might be a customer is weird one. I think it might be, yeah. Could be a, probably more appropriate. Yeah, it's probably not right for theme park trader. <laughs> could, uh, get, could get a bit dicey. Yeah, we don't want to split the audience. Yeah. So, do... The last question, I haven't got some, this person's name. That was um, uh, George... Um, I can't remember her Twitter handle. It was the George one. Which one? You definitely had it before. No, this is a, this is a separate question for that. No, it's the same. Oh, oh, was it? separate. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I thought. I thought it was. I thought it was. This is my question, and I have another. Oh question. no, no, no. Right. Okay. Um. So if you're listening and this is your question, please tweet us. Um, Run, drop the ball. Yeah, drop the ball a bit there again. Do you think we will see a return of the Disney dining plan? No, I. I think after next year, it's gone. Right. Okay. It's my honest answer. I think with 2021 and the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World, they're not going to need it. And once it's gone, they're not going to bring it back unless tourism massively drops off in Orlando from the UK. Uh, or the US. We, you know, we may still see the dining plan, but I certainly don't think it will be free. I right, think you'll okay. still have the option to pay for it, possibly. But if I'm Disney, I'm seeing all my hotel rooms booked in 2021. It is, I don't need it. Is the, I mean, I don't know what the reason for bringing the dining plan was. Was it, was it to make sure that the restaurants are fully booked? and bring more people into the restaurants or was mm. it to make more money from the people that are already eating in the restaurants because obviously you know there's obviously a proportion of people it costs x amount they can't be losing money on it you know they're no. not going to be losing money on this where you know there's obviously certain people like you obviously eat in the you obviously make sure you get your money's worth yes out of it there's presumably there's people out there that will have it that won't get their money's worth out of it. It will cost them more to have the yeah, dining plan and if, than it would do if they just paid the There's lots of podcasts that have explored, I mean, Enchanted Tiki Talk, have hmm. um, explored this several times and gone, right, can you make it work out? And often, they've ended up losing money on it. Yeah. Um, so I think that it definitely has come under question. I find it easier, personally, knowing that my food is all paid for before I get there. Yeah. Um, but I think it... It's it's a dangerous thing because I was in a lot, obviously a lot of restaurants over three weeks, and the amount of people in there that I noticed on the dining plan was quite was quite crazy. Yeah. So without that, are those people going to be going to the Celia? Are they going to be going to the boathouse? I don't think so. Yeah, I think I people are spending a fortune to go to Disney already. It's 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 a difficult thing, isn't it? Because obviously, yeah, you when you're there and you book these restaurants, if you've already paid for your meals, you don't really care about the cost. Whereas, but you are actually paying the cost. You just already paid going to the Cellier. You're just not seeing that bill. Yeah, you're not because you're not being given that bill. It's like you're not paying it, but you have actually paid for it. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, if if people had the choice of saying, "Do I want to go there?" Oh, it's going to cost me fifty dollars for a steak. That's a bit pricey. Yeah. And yet, even though they've been paying it already. They may choose to not go to it because they're actually getting the they're actually having the realization of how much they're paying for well, it. This is it. So if I'm spending fifty two dollars on a steak, actually that's my next four quick services covered where yeah. that I could go to instead. Yeah. Um. So that's where it gets tricky. And the same thing, you can go to other places and get a same a steak 
for cheaper. Yeah, it's not as good. It's, oh yeah, no, I'm not. You know, you. But you're right. You get yeah. what you pay for. With when it comes to steaks, you get what you pay 100%. for. Hundred um, percent. But you're right, and I think it. I don't think we'll see it in 2021, and I think it's unlikely to come back after that. Disney very rarely bring stuff back once they get rid of mm. it. So that's that's what I think. But we'll right. see. I hope that it remains. It will make a big difference to my ships if it goes, um, as for many of our, our listeners. But I think I have a gut feeling that after next year, we won't see it. Right, okay. I wonder if they, if they did get rid of it, I wonder if they would um, reduce the time that you can book the restaurants from. Well, it would be nice because it is crazy. Th- like six months. Six, six, like, 60, uh, six months in advance. I've, yeah. I've, already, you know, I've already booked my restaurants for when we go in May. Yeah, it's, and it's tough. You like, oh, I don't I, really fancy eating a steak tonight. Yeah, actually. I, I can't even book. I can't even book my fast passes until sixty days yeah, in advance. It is ridiculous. Like, <laughs> like you may as well just do both on sixty days. Yeah, like yeah. what difference is it going to make? Because you know, it's not like they're not going to fill the spaces if it's not six months in advance. Yeah. They're not going to fill the spaces. Like probably most people probably don't even know that you can book them six months in advance. No, and then they lose out because of it. Yeah. yeah. Although when I was over there, I could still get a reservation for almost every restaurant the next night. Right. Okay. But, you know, it was a little bit quiet at that time of year. Yeah. Um, so that's it. That's that's the question as well. We had a, we have, we've got a few more, but we'll leave it there. Cause Did you bring the party poppers? No, it was you. I, th- I thought you were going to. I bought the poppers, but I, <laughs> you didn't say anything about party poppers. Oh. We, oh, sorry, we're not supposed to speak about that on the air. <laughs> sorry, ignore that. Party poppers, yes. I've we'll do it as episode 300. Yeah. Episode 300, we'll have the party poppers. Uh, thank you very much for your questions, and thank you for listening to us for... 200 episodes if you're if you've been here since the start I'm so sorry um, <laughs> but if you have been here since the start tweet we can't, us. we can't offer you any compensation you do apologize no. if you have been here since the start or, or you know let's say first 20 episodes ping us a message on Twitter we'd love to hear what your favorite episode is if you've got one yeah like, we also question your sanity a little bit we question our own sanity every week <laughs> um, but yeah we really appreciate um, you sticking with us for 200 episodes and we have no plans to stop anytime soon unless one of us gets, one of us gets hit by a bus, uh, which I'm not why planning looking, Why are you looking at me, Ryan? Well, I was just what are you that, planning? I'm hoping it's not me. That's <laughs> it's going to happen, you know. Um, thanks, Honestly, thanks very much for listening. We really do appreciate it. And we will be back for episode 201. Is that how we're going to be saying it? Season 14. Is that, is that is how we're going to be saying it, is it? We're starting our seasons now. Is that like when, when people say 2002? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> It's like, why do podcasters have seasons? Is it so they can take like a, a season, mid-season break? Maybe. There's a lot of podcasts that do that. Do they? They're like, it's kind of like um, Hot Ones. Have you, seen, you ever seen, yeah. seen Hot Ones on YouTube? They have seasons. But then the season, they're, they're really obscure. They'll stop for like two months mm. and then come back to it. Like, Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. And, and also, like, it's, it's, it's just weird consistency of podcasts. It's just like 13 episode seasons and then they stop for like a week. And then it's like another six... And then the next season starts. It's like, and then it's well, like six really... episodes. Yeah. It's like, what's the point? Just <laughs> carry on every week like we do. Consistency, people. Consistency. But yes, thank you very much for listening. If you do want to uh, tweet us, we're, we're on Twitter at Theme Park Trader and on Facebook and on Instagram. Ping us some of your favourite episodes, some of your worst episodes, and any ideas... Like take a while. That could be yeah, 199 of, of 200. <laughs> um, and yeah, just let us know what you think. And we will see you again next week. Ah, there you are. And just in time. There's a little matter I forgot to mention. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. They have selected you to fill our quota. And they'll haunt you until you return. <laughs>